Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide at a comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And we're... Jumping around with the Exiles. I was going to say, lucky to not be talking about... Oh wait, no, shit, we're still talking about Age of Apocalypse. It's true. Uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, it is... Tuesday, not the Saturday when we normally record. We have the first two episodes of the podcast recorded, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just found out that the first episode has a bunch of sound errors in it, so I've got to fix that. Oh, no. Yeah, apparently, like, the last quarter of a second got cut off, so a bunch of words randomly disappeared. Oh, good. Yeah, so no one had apparently listened to it, including me and you before so i didn't know until a person was nice enough to tell me thanks mz user uh xavier files look at us getting more people listening yeah but luckily i mean the second episode is much better with no noticeable goof ups nope only a desire for me to drink and one day luke will get to have that drink Mm -hmm. but not now yeah because we've got to talk about when the uh, Exiles went to the Age of Apocalypse. In issues number 60 and 61, the issues were written by Tony Bedard with art by Jim Calafior. Let's go over who the Exiles are and what they've been up to recently. Okay, Devin? Okay. First up, we have new team leader, Victor Creed, a.k.a. Sabretooth. Who came from the Age of Apocalypse along with our former team leader, Blink, who was more or less his adoptive daughter. And then we have her shitty boyfriend slash former former team leader, Mimic. And then we also have the other guy whose name starts with an M, Morph, Kevin Sidney, who can transform, who also had an equivalent in the Age of Apocalypse. And then we have the non-Age of Apocalypse equivalent, Nomura, who is the ruler of Atlantis and is blue. Well, she was the ruler of Atlantis, but well, now true. she's been uh, taken out. And then we have our last member, the Birdman from the Marvel 616, Beak. And Beak, uh, he, he sort of sucks, so that's his important character trait right now. No one knows why he's on the team. It's true. But when the team suddenly appears into the Age of Apocalypse equivalent of a Holocaust camp memorial site along with the Time Broker... Beak is missing, and the time broker is there, and he introduces him to their new team member, Holocaust. Devin, for those people who haven't listened to our Age of Apocalypse coverage, who is Holocaust? Holocaust is the mutant son of Apocalypse, and his big power is he can drain the life force of anyone. Also, he's sort of in a plasmoid form that's contained in a giant shell. True. Because he was kind of murdered, and that's kind of how they stopped him from being murdered. Yeah, Magneto literally ripped his skin off of him, so the dark beast Henry McCoy ended up putting him into the shell and renaming him Holocaust. Which... Of course um, he did, Henry. Yeah, I mean, he is sort of a man made out of fiery plasma stuff, but still. I don't think Henry is very considerate of other people's feelings in this one. It's true. The Time Broker, who's the person who normally gives them their missions, he's been acting really weird for a while. And he explains the danger of this universe. 
because the world wasn't bombed the way that it was supposed to be, Mr. Sinister survived, and he's now going to destroy the world, and uh, in effect, he'll also destroy the multiverse, unless they kill Magneto and the X-Men, which I'm not sure if he's actually telling the truth here, because Mr. Sinister died in uh, the Age of Apocalypse comics. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and he would have also been away from New York City during the main bombing. So there's a lot of questions, so I'm not sure if it's, like, editorial inconsistencies, if it's stuff that happened in the 2005 series that changed events, or if it's the Time Broker lying. Like, all of those are possibilities. Honestly, I would feel like the Time Broker lying is the least likely. I don't know. I mean, he really does want them to kill Magneto and the X-Men. We'll get to it in a little bit, but then I guess the question would be, why would Magneto have shown up there in the first place then? I, well... Yeah, we'll we'll get to that later. Well, uh, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, so Holocaust isn't having any of this, and he tries to kill the Time Broker and then the party before escaping, and he ends up heading out to the Air Force Base where they are holding the Imkron Crystal, because that seems to uh, be giving off energy that he can sense, and he had run into the Imkron Crystal towards the end of the Age of Apocalypse. And also apparently during the... After the Age of Apocalypse, he escaped into the 616 for a while. So, Which I think he's still there. Actually, he's still there, actually. Which, more inconsistencies in comics. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, suppose it could be a different one, but I mean, because, yeah, because Dark Beast, because we'll be covering it in the post-Age of Apocalypse series, because both him and Dark Beast are just totally chilling around. Well, and same with Sugar Man. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so General Huntley, who was put in charge of the M-Crown Crystal and who has no idea what it is, is ready to explode an H-bomb on it. But then Holocaust just kills him before a scientist mentions that they've been picking up a second resonant energy signal, which Holocaust has already figured out is the Talus. And you can really tell they don't know what the Imkron crystal is, because you do not want to blow up the entirety of all of the multiverses with an H-bomb. Right? Yeah, I mean... It also raises more questions about the, like, natural state of the universe and how the multiverse interacts, but we'll save that for another time. Mm-hmm. So the Exiles then go and try to hunt down Magneto, and somehow people don't recognize Sabretooth and Blink, or Morph for that matter. No, I agree. I thought that was a little weird. Though at the same time, it's not like they were taking pictures or videos, so if they disappeared after the Age of Apocalypse... Just like Dark Beast, Holocaust, and uh, Sugar Man did. It makes a bit of sense. Though at the same time, too, my biggest thing was everything looks way too nice and clean. Oh, yeah. No, that, like... For the Age of Apocalypse supposedly only having ended less than a year ago. Yeah, no, that that one did not work for me at all. It's like, I guess maybe if there was some location that was free but like I, I i was reading this as like taking place in new york city oh yeah i did too and it was like no, oh, it was no like, that's in washington dc oh yeah which, and that would have been in the heart of like apocalypse's domain nearby but even like the tours of the camps and such i'm like there would not be tours of the camps less than a year after the fact did they actually say it was less than a year? Because, I mean, there there are kids there who I'd assume wouldn't know, 
what it was going. I'm assuming so, just because only from the fact of Magneto said, oh, where have you been for the last year? Well, did he, who did he? He said it's a Holocaust. Okay, well then Holocaust may have been gone for a year, but not, uh, not the other two. I'm, yeah, there is still stuff we have to read with Age of Apocalypse and those tie-ins, so that's what we're covering next week. Yeah. Yeah, so from my standpoint, I'm just kind of like, mm, some of this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just go with it for now. So Namora believes that something is wrong with the Time Broker and Holocaust Returns. He offers the uh, chance to basically, we're going to go find the Time Broker wherever he's coming from and beat him up. And also, I can probably go and uh, break through and conquer a whole bunch of other realities. And everyone's else like, shove it, man. Let's get him, boys. And uh, a member of the Mutant Bureau ends up calling it in. And he also reports Sabretooth as a danger, which doesn't make sense because Sabretooth worked for Magneto. No, I agree. There's a lot of inconsistencies here. Yeah. So the military comes in. Mimic, Morph, and Nomura decide they're going to try and fight Holocaust, and it doesn't work. And then they sort of realize that it's probably best to work with him for right now because he figured out how to work the Imkron Crystal with the Dark Beast, and the team is like, okay, yep, we'll, we'll do this right now. Uh, but they have to stop off at the Dark Beast's old base, where Namora is sent in to get his notes. We get to see a dead version of the Power Pack. Yeah, that was weird and creepy. Yeah, they're like a weird blob of peanut butter. And the Time Broker approaches her and he's like, okay, you know what you gotta do? All you have to do, kill Magneto for me. And she resurfaces with the Beast notes, but... The X-Men, including Magneto, Sunfire, Gambit, and Quicksilver, show up. And Quicksilver has a really shitty new costume. Yes, he does. Oh, man, was it the shittiest. It's like a silver Cyclops costume, but without any detailing or anything. Yeah. Quicksilver has some of the worst costumes in the universe. Like right now, there's like a little fast-forward symbol on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was uh, Kieran Chiak from Journey into Mystery who had posted a uh, poll where it was... Who had a worst, all-new, all-different costume change? The uh, young X-Men or Quicksilver? Because, like, those new X-Men costumes are not good. They're not, but I would definitely say Quicksilver's worse. Yeah. And uh, the X-Men recognize the members of the Exiles who are there, but, they're, but the Exiles have no problem knocking him out as Holocaust faces down Magneto. Namora ends up coming up and knocking Magneto out. Can we just and... talk about how damn strong she is? I mean, she flat up shatters his helmet. Yeah. Well, Imperius Regina. Well, that's true. And she refuses to let Holocaust kill Magneto, saying, no, that's what the Time Broker wants, and we don't really want to do what that asshole wants. The Time Broker pleads for him to kill Magneto, and they're like, screw you, dude. And teleport over to the Air Force base, leaving a really confused and angry Magneto behind. And then my fair, which is he demands the time broker who the hell he is and what the hell's going on. He's like, oh, please, I couldn't care less about you. <laughs> oh, time broker, you are catty. And then the team. Oh, here we go. To... Sinister is not dead because then he asks him, are you in league with Sinister? <sighs> so then, yeah, I would definitely say Sinister's still alive. Ugh. <sighs> 
Do I need to give like a third exasperated sigh? Go for it. Uh, Age of Apocalypse. I get that you were like a really hot property. I get that you wanted to do a 10th anniversary, which is why the this Exiles trade is collected with a bunch of the uh, like mutant files and uh, background data for the Age of Apocalypse. But chances are the like 2005 miniseries that added a bunch of background stuff and like continued down the story is not worth it. And then, like, no like, one cared at all about the ongoing one that came out later either. Hence why it got canceled after, like, 11 issues. No, it had 14, because the last three were the crossover. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but anyways, the team is able to link to the source of the Talus' signal, and they find themselves in a building made out of pink crystal, and Sabretooth doesn't smell anyone human. Curiouser and curiouser. Oh, but you didn't get to go with the big thing, which is where Mimic's getting all hot and bothered again because, oh, you should do it, Clarice. You should teleport us there. I believe in it. Yeah, I don't know if that's such a good idea, Mimic. Oh, well, Clarice, as your father, I think we should do it because we're great together. Okay, Dad. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Blank is giving up a lot of her power to Sabretooth, which is an interesting dynamic. Basically, Mimic's just being a big old-fashioned crybaby. Pretty much. But that's Mimic. And uh, as we're covering Age of Apocalypse, we're going to put it up in two sessions, or two sections. There's the original Earth 295 Age of Apocalypse, and then we'll do a second iteration for all of the stuff that came after, because they're very different stories. Yeah. So are you ready for Trials of the Multiverse, Devin? Let's do it. Okay. So, Wait, are we doing regular Age of Apocalypse here? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So we are going to put Age of Apocalypse on, and I think it's going to be hard for me to judge just because I've read the stuff so damn much. No, I agree. And it's just like some stuff I really like, and then some stuff is like, ugh. Okay. Well, uh, currently our list has... 303 entries on it, Devin. Damn, son. Yeah. So that means our halfway point is around Limbo, (laughs) which is sort of poetic. It is. And our top quarter point is around uh, Alpha Flight Talks Like TV Canadians. So how do you think it compares to Alpha Flight Talks Like TV Canadians? I mean, it's better than that. Let's be real. Yeah. Okay, uh, compared to the Amalgam Universe, another one that we read a lot and that sort of waned our... Um, I would say I did like this better. Yeah. There was much more, there was much more good than bad, as unlike Amalgam. Okay, how about compared to X-Men the Animated Series? Ooh, that's tough. I, I think the lows of X-Men the Animated Series and, like, the whole body of it falls apart a lot worse, especially with those last seasons when they changed animators. That's true. And it's also been a while since I've read it, or watched it, rather. So, uh, right above that is Weapon X Vision. Weapon X Vision is a fantastic angel child who did nothing wrong. So I think, like, between Weapon X Vision and X-Men the Animated Series is a noble spot for the Age of Apocalypse. I agree. 
So our new number 48, Earth 295, Age of Apocalypse, Original Flavor. And I think that sort of wraps us up. Uh, if you didn't pick up from our conversations, next week we're going to be covering a whole bunch of extra stuff that came up in the Age of Apocalypse. And, uh, yeah, we're covering all the after stuff of the 2005 series. Probably reading Wikipedia to find out what happened to a few characters. If you want to uh, know about a specific character, where can they uh, contact us, Devin? They can contact us on the Twitters. On the Facebooks, we also got Podomatic, Stitcher, Libsyn, Libsyn, that Imzy, Itzy, Imzy, I M Z Y. If you need an Imzy invite, send us an email at multiversalq at gmail dot com, or they can send you a message on Twitter at at Fredofet, That's F R E D D O F E T T. And they can find you at at Coltreg. That's K O L T R E G. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll catch you later, and depending on how horrible this week goes, we may also have a special behind-the-scenes making of for uh, The Age of Apocalypse. It will be our, uh, what was that documentary about uh, Heart of Darkness, the movie that is better than the, the uh, Apocalypse Now documentary? Oh, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Oh, it is Hearts of Darkness. So yeah, that will be our uh, devolution into madness recorded. Mm-hmm. But until then, this one's for Hank. Peace. Peace.